2: Jeff Cats, News Radio WRVA Friday Eve, my friends, give up on Thursday. It it sounds so finite. It just you uh, know, Friday Eve uh, provides a little a uh, little bit of hope, a uh, little smile, maybe. At, uh, the weekend is almost at hand. Now tomorrow morning, just so we're all very clear, it could be really, really messy we've got uh, the proverbial wintry mix moving in a little bit later tonight it'll be with us right through the morning uh, it's not going to be all that warm tomorrow 39 degrees going to be the high uh, so uh, tomorrow may be messy there may be school cancellations or delays or what have you so please stay close make sure you're listening to my buddy john reed first thing in the morning gary Hess uh, to get the update on that so i mentioned to you a couple of the things that i am reading at the moment, uh, I'm rereading some of uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson's stuff, some some good lessons. Again, clean your room, learn a few things from lobsters. I mean, it, it, it's just great stuff, and it resonates. Uh, I've got another book I've worked into the mix from uh, NSA National Speakers Association about uh, proper management of uh, the speaking that I do, the business side of it, uh, I am waiting for a delivery of the War of Art, which uh, Dr. Keith Abloh recommended to me last time. And I want to work a little fiction into it just to kind of take the edge off. And I'm, I'm going to prevail upon Keith to, uh, to give us a little bit of a, a goose on that front. Uh, Dr. Abloh, good afternoon, sir.
3: Jeffrey Katz, how are you?
2: I am doing well. You, you sound really good.
3: Well, thanks. You know, yeah. um, it's warm in here. It's cold outside. I'm talking to one of my best friends, Jeff Katz, and uh, what could be better than that? I got well, hot coffee here. We're well, good.
2: We are good. You you are very kind, and I appreciate that. Uh, I, I need you to give us some suggestions on your fiction. I know we talk about issues and analyzing the, the, the crazy people and the, the, the damage that they're doing, but... Uh, I want to work some fiction into it. I just want to take the edge off a lot of people do. So, Keith, you're, you're re-releasing your, your works of fiction.
3: I am. So there are six Frank Clevenger psychological thrillers. Clevenger is a smarter, uh, more troubled forensic psychiatrist than I.
0: And he <laughs> has
3: a knack. <laughs> he has a knack, as I do, for getting yep. into the minds of the criminally insane and uh, in my fiction, uh, which is being re-released, started with Denial. Projection will come soon okay. um, as the second in the series of six. Uh, Clevenger takes on cases that would uh, challenge me, too. Um, but I have the fun of constructing very, very dark landscapes, very troubling landscapes. The interesting thing and the reason I wrote these is Clevenger always sees the light. He's never deterred from seeking the truth, not only about solving the crime, but then about the person committing the crimes to figure out why, why is the person doing this? Um, And that's always been a key for me. I don't think anything is inexplicable. Even the most horrific acts can be explained. It doesn't make them go away. But it satisfies something inside me and definitely inside Frank Clevenger to know the why. Why did this person do this? Yeah. And that's what they're about.
2: All right. Now, uh, there's some of us who have not read your fiction, Keith. And so you've painted a picture now. Uh, where does the good uh, doctor practice and live and work and find all these cases? <laughs>
0: you're,
3: you're good to ask, my friend. Um, so Frank Clevenger lives in Chelsea, Massachusetts. I did too, for a time, uh-huh. and the reason I put him there not is it's not just because I lived in Chelsea, mass, but it's because Chelsea lives, I like to say at the at the edge of flashpoint at all times. you know it's just a, a yes. little city, two square miles, yep they translate the stuff that goes home from schools into thirty two languages, yep, okay It's caught fire twice and burned to the ground the entire yes, city sir. basically. Right, it yep. lives yep. near oh, yeah. flashpoint oh. at all times. So Clevenger is is that too? He does too. He's such a finely tuned instrument yep. that he might break down at any time. You have that sense about Doctor Frank Clevenger wow. that man, he's able to resonate with such dark themes and yet beautiful commonalities between people. I wonder if he'll be able to make it through and and he has lots of crutches. He's addicted to things. He's he's really a bit of a mess, but a beautiful mess.
2: Oh, I love that idea. And uh, I have to thank you because you you here you are, you're talking about Chelsea and I've got about 16 different jokes where Chelsea is actually <laughs> the punchline and you know many and I can't share any of them on the air, can I? <laughs>
3: That's right. Well, I'll tell you, one thing I used to tell my wife when we were living in Chelsea is you don't have to worry about one thing. Nobody would invent this place. (laughs) It's not contrived. You don't have to worry that someone is scripting anything. It's a complete hodgepodge mess. And yet, there it is in the shadow of the Tobin Bridge arching into Boston. And I think you'll appreciate this. I used to sit in my office in Chelsea with Evan Geller who was an 80-year-old lawyer and it was his offices but I rented one and they had these big plate glass windows overlooking from Chelsea looking at Boston the shimmering skyline and I ima- imagined Frank Clevenger in a similar office and Evan one night we were having a glass of wine and he said and to think they have to look at us <laughs> <laughs> from the Boston skyscrapers looking over at Chelsea while we enjoy the view.
2: Oh, my gosh. Well, there's a certain amount of self-awareness there, right? A certain degree of honesty. Exactly. That that is so funny. Dr. Keith Abloh is joining us, and Keith is just truly just one of the smartest uh, folks you're ever going to encounter, and
0: and we all have a sense of your... Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced
2: your analysis of issues and the, uh, the mindset of people. How do you, with all of, of that percolating in your head, how do you somehow sit yourself down and write fiction? It just seems to me to be so different than much of what you do.
3: Well, you know what? Um, I'm a narrative thinker, and so I like to say uh, I only have the one skill. I can kind of figure out if stories make sense. And, and that's helpful to people who are trying to make sense of their lives. Yep. Um, it can be helpful when you're trying to make sense of the world and mm-hmm. trying to understand, well, what's the real story here? Uh, and I have this discomfort. It's a very, it, it, if I have any gift, it is this sense of being uncomfortable on the surface of things. Wow. And so when I'm writing fiction, it's the same. Because as Picasso said, all art is a lie that tells the truth. Wow. So if you create art, it can't be wildly divorced from the truth. It has to reflect core truths and and mysteries do that. You can't create a compelling mystery or thriller when people read it and they're like, eh, no, (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe that that's the murderer and I don't believe that's why they did it. It has to be true even though it's fiction. Wow. Man. I, I'm, and I like I'm it. Excited. It's like breathing for me.
2: Wow. It's it, it just, well, all right. All I can tell you is that I am absolutely uh, stoked about uh, the re release of these things, and I'm so anxious uh, to read them. A, a specific order, what should we get first?
3: You know, they can stand alone, but if you're going to be starting, you start with denial. The first one, uh, and, and they're in order, and you go to Amazon, it, it'll list them in order, um, and they'll come out in order in, in the, the new releases. Uh, okay. I designed the covers. I hope people like it. I mean, I, I gave advice to the designer. I can't draw or manipulate images to save my life. Now, but,
2: wait a minute. I've uh, seen some of those big prescription uh, pieces of art. Well, you that's
3: true, but yeah. a cover of a book, I used this, this team called Black Vellum, uh, a veteran and his wife who are tremendously talented. And so um, the series is alive again. Start with denial. Uh, if you stay up late at night because of me, forgive me. <laughs> right. Are, are, it's like there, you, you never know with my books. I wrote a book called Living the Truth that helps you get to the core of your truth. And all the wonderful reviews on Amazon, except for one. And it said, listen, I was happy. Uh, my wife and I, I think, had a good marriage. We read this book, We're Divorced. Oh. <laughs> I realize she's not for me. Oh, um, I'm changing my career, but it, uh, I'm, now I'm short on cash. Oh. So you've got to be careful. Take these things just a teaspoon at a time.
2: You broke them, Keith. My God, that's uh, wow. my
3: favorite oh. review. Oh, that is absolutely
2: hysterical. I mean, for us, probably not so much for him, but uh, for us just hearing the review. I want to ask you about one other thing. Now, it's not related to your books, but I read this article this week in the New York Post, and it was talking about... Physical signs of psychopaths. Somebody has done uh, apparently a pretty legitimate study and analysis, and, and they said that psychopaths share a common physical trait, which is that their ring fingers are larger than their index fingers. So what do I do? Of course, I look at both of my hands, and I'm thinking, oh my god, maybe I'm crazy after all. So I mean, is there anything to this?
3: I I I wonder if that will bear up under scrutiny. Okay. Uh, listen, if it's a peer-reviewed study, fair enough. That would be fascinating if finger-length correlates with being a psychopath. But I'd re- I would really wonder if it can be repeated in subsequent studies. Okay. I will tell you this about my own observations of the world. Serial yeah. killers, other than John Wayne Gacy, are thin as a rail. Oh. And if you think about it, You'll think the next time you see one arrested, other than John Wayne Gacy, uh, the clown, right? Um, They tend to be thin. And I think it's because they don't have enough lipids, right? The brain needs fat molecules in order to remain at equilibrium. And I wonder whether there is some correlation, because even the myth of Santa Claus does not work if Mm -hmm. Santa is thin and gaunt, that's right. It's like we kind of know that the Grinch is thin.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: So there you have it.
2: All right. All right.
3: You got to be careful so... when you diet, too, because if you lose too much weight too fast, you can get very depressed.
2: Oh, all right. Well, uh, let's go. God, so many
3: hurdles big... in life. I... What... Yeah. There are a lot. We're of talking them. crime. We're talking. Gee. Yeah. And yet so... at the bottom of it all is love. And yeah. uh, that's the ultimate truth.
2: There's no doubt. I mean, uh, the, the, the stuff ultimately comes back to these inspirational points. You've got them. So, uh, I want people to go to keithablo.com, but I also want them to go to Amazon. Right? Remind everybody what they're looking for on Amazon.
3: They're so nice, Jeff. Go to Amazon if you would. Put in Keith Ablo denial. Okay. Up comes the new black cover with the um, smoky image on the cover. And I hope people love it. It would be a great gift to me if they do. And, uh, you know, these things take about a year to create. And then you just send them off into the world like a child and uh, see what they do.
2: I love it. Well, I am looking at the cover right now. It looks great. I'm getting ready to put it in my uh, my Amazon basket. Keith, I always appreciate you being here. We'll talk again next week. Uh, you know, regards to Chelsea and Newberry Port. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, a- Thanks, bro. Come use one
3: of my Airbnbs anytime. It's free for you, and Um, uh, I'd love to see you. Or I'm coming down there to sit in the studio with you.
2: Dude, either way, uh, 24 is the year that we get this done, finally. We'll swap Commonwealths. That is uh, Sounds good. Dr. Keith Abloh, one of the best. Again, his book, uh, well, he's got a lot of books, but the one that's just been re-released, it's called Denial. It's a Frank Clevenger psychological thriller. I'm looking at it right now on Amazon. New York Times bestselling author and a solid dude, Keith Abloh. It's Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA.